Welcome to Discovering Spirit Within. This is Reverend Deborah Phillips coming to you from Spiritual Life Center in Sacramento, California. I've called this podcast How to Good, partly because I like to play with words, and partly because when you are actively finding the good in something, in a way you are gooding. And so I thought it would be fun to talk about it that way. The reason I want to talk about this is because I've been having conversations in my Thursday morning group about denial and affirmation. Denial and affirmation is a process that you can walk through to help you reframe a situation. A lot of people don't understand the denial part, and I find in my group that we talk more about denial than affirmations. Affirmations are pretty clear. I'm going to just say something is good, right? In the case here, denial is not pretending that something happening. You know, someone's in denial and they're not looking at something. Denial in our, in this case is when you are looking directly at it, you are saying, this thing is here, I see it, I know it's happening, but I'm not going to let it have any power over me. And I hope you can see that difference. It's very important to acknowledge what's going on in your life so that you can deal with it. Denying is about facing it directly and saying, I don't need to let this run me. Now, if you think I'm saying this is easy, I'm not, because it's not always easy. And that's why we have these conversations. And I have to tell you right now, I'm sitting here laughing because I have been through many conversations about denial and affirmation in my groups and how people have difficulty wrapping their brain around the denial. And I'm finding myself stopping and starting this because I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. So I'm going to go at this from a different angle. When I was thinking about this this morning and what I was going to talk about, I got a picture in my head of a beautiful long-stemmed rose. Now there's the rose, it's beautiful, and there's these lovely leaves, and then guess what? There's a whole bunch of thorns. And yet we will still say that that rose is beautiful, and we see the thorns, but we deal with them. We don't, we don't pretend like the thorns aren't there, right? We can't, because if we do, we will get... Um, poked or end up bleeding or something. And so we take the whole rose and say, you are beautiful. I'm also going to be careful and I'm going to work around these thorns. And I thought that was a perfect metaphor for finding the good in your life. So when I say look for the good in a situation, I'm not saying pretend like everything is hunky-dory. I'm saying oh yeah, there's probably some thorns, look out for those, but deal with them. And how many ways can you deal with thorns on a, a rose? You could cut them off. You could wrap the rose in a, in a paper towel or in a cloth. You could just put the whole thing in a glass of water and not be touching it. There's a lot of ways to deal with that. And there's a lot of ways to deal with the, the uh, challenges in life as well, while you are still looking for the good. Now, some of this might be hard to digest at first, so bear with me. I'm going to say that there is no situation that doesn't have some good in it somewhere. Now, it could absolutely be years before you see what good came of a situation. But if you are in, in the middle of an event and you feel like it's taking you under, simply ask the question, what good can come out of this? You can even ask it in a negative, grumpy, oh my God, I can't believe this. 
I can't believe what good could come out of this. It doesn't matter in that moment when you are emotionally overwhelmed how you would uh, go about that. But declaring that there is some good to come out of something, some way, somehow, is a way to help bring you up out of the the depths of whatever is going on and gives you hope. It gives you something to, to hang on to while you are working through the other parts of it. I could use so many examples, though, you know, the example of being laid off or fired from a job and then going through all the things that it took tykes to find another job, uh, which might even involve moving to a different town and all the things involved in that. And in the process it could feel very, be very stressful, not just feel stressful, it could be very stressful. Uh, you could feel like the world's coming down around you and have trouble seeing what possible could, could be there. But if you start asking the question, even if you don't believe it, this is the cool thing about this, these techniques, is if even if you don't believe it, just asking that question, what good can come of this? Or there was a time when I was laid off from a job, and I remember even exactly which parking lot I was in. I got out of the car, closed the door, and I looked around the parking lot, and I thought, I wonder what good is going to come out of this mess. <laughs> I was honest. It was a mess for me right then. So I see, I wasn't pretending that everything was all wonderful and good. I was looking at the debris of my finances and all of that going, okay, there must be something good that's going to come out of this. Because usually good does come out of destruction. If you're remodeling a house or a building, you have to tear it apart before you can put it back together. The things that make us so uncomfortable is that, well, we feel like we're out of control. We feel like we don't know what we're doing. Uh, if finances are involved, that's pretty scary because we don't know what's going to happen next. But that idea of saying, okay, right now things seem and feel pretty hard and difficult, but I know that some good can come out of this. And then you might even start to look for what the good things are. It might be you get to spend more time with your kids at a certain moment. It might be that you get just more you time. The good in the actual moment might seem very, very small. As like I said, it can take sometimes years to find out what the real good in the situation was. But when you're looking for that little, that little floor leaf clover that's sitting there in the situation, it keeps you more focused on going forward than staying in the past or getting stuck in the moment. Now, I'm absolutely acknowledge that some situations seem so dire and so awful that you really do feel like you're sinking. All of that is normal. And maybe that's part of the point I'm trying to make here is that no matter how spiritual we become, life is going to happen because we live on planet Earth and we are meant to be fully engaged in the life on this planet. We are also here to learn balance and learn how to navigate these different situations. Another thing to remember is that everything on this planet is energy. It may look solid, it may not look like matter, but it's energy. And so if I am in a negative place and I am vibrating at a low rate, at a low level, then 
whatever is around me is going to resonate with that. And so you're going to end up with a lot more of that low vibrational energy. When you look for the one little good thing, and it, you know, it can be minuscule, all of a sudden your vibration comes up a little bit. It may not be a huge amount at one time, but you might be surprised at how much just one, that one little thing will lift you up. One of the things that I love to see in the spring especially is the little flowers that spring up between the cracks and sidewalks or come actually up through a little crack in some concrete somewhere. That always gives me such joy to look at that one little thing that broke through. And if you think about it in those terms, it's like, okay, what good can I find in this? All right, here's this little part of good, and I'm going to hang on to that. Now, that doesn't mean that you're ignoring everything else that's going on. If you have a situation you've got to be dealing with, you've got to be dealing with that situation. But you don't have to deal with that situation from a purely negative perspective you can say, you know, there's some good here, there's some hope, there's always possibilities, I will get through this. And then you start looking for other little glimpses of good in places, and all of a sudden, you're finding the way to get through the situation. Just, I hope this makes sense. I'm not, it's really important to understand that in talking about looking for the good, we're not discounting the negative. We're not saying it doesn't exist. We're saying that when we look for the good, when we find the positive aspects of something, or let's call them possibilities, because maybe that's a little less pressure than finding the good. <laughs> okay, so, you know, I've got a situation going, it feels really tight right now, I can't see my way out of it. And it's like, well, what good could come of this? Well, I might be able to come up with one or two things. But then if I just sat down and thought about the possibilities, like, oh, well, it's possible this could happen. It's possible that could happen. And you could look at the negative possibilities and the, and the positive possibilities. But the whole idea is to start to change your frame of reference. Because if you are looking for the possibilities, if you're looking for the solutions, if you're looking for the good that can come out of it, then you are actually moving forward. If you get stuck in, oh my God, I can't do this. How could this horrible thing happen to me? You're going to stay stuck right where you are and probably get to keep the situation a lot longer. Because remember what I was talking about earlier is that whatever we, wherever we're vibrating, everything around us is going to resonate with our vibration. And so if we vibrate at a low, if we have a low vibration, that's what we're going to get around us. And so to raise our vibration up, means to raise everything else around us up, and then the possibilities come in. And then if we do it long enough, the possibilities or the one possibility, perhaps that you choose will manifest. So what I call gooding is a matter of taking a step back, sitting down, thinking about what's going on, considering your options, considering how you feel about it, considering what you know about it and what you don't know about it, so that you have a clear idea of what's going on in your head. Now, we know that probably 90% of whatever is going on in your head is unconscious. And so using the denial and affirmation technique is a way to discover that. If you write down 
an affirmation and then listen to your back talk. And you may ask, what is, what do I mean by back talk? Well, try an affirmation. Do an affirmation about something that you really want to change in your life. And then listen to what your brain is doing. You might hear something like, yeah, right, that can sure happen, or something along those lines. And when you do that, when you listen to that, then you can go, okay, well, why am I saying, yeah, right? What is it about me that doesn't believe that that could happen? And then you get to examine what your belief system is behind it. And when you become aware of what your belief system is, you can then reframe it and say, I don't have to believe that anymore. Again, I'm not saying that this is super easy. It takes some work. It takes some focus. But it's really helpful because then you you know why something isn't working in your life or you know why you're having so much trouble walking through a difficult situation because you're aware of what your subconscious is doing, what your unconscious is doing. So while we recommend that you do denial and affirmation, denial is clearing out the closet, so to speak, and then you bring in the affirmation and uh, you know say that to fill back in. Because honestly, you can do affirmations till the cows come home, but if you have a belief system that is so firmly in place that the, that the affirmation isn't budging it, then nothing's going to change because that belief system is going to win out every single time. So the denial part's really important, the part where you say, I don't want to think this way anymore. And it has been in these discussions in my Thursday morning group that has brought me to say, sometimes in order to get to your denial, which technically is supposed to come first, you might have to do an affirmation that will help unveil what your beliefs around something is. And then you can go back and you can work with that and you say, I don't want to, I don't believe this anymore. This doesn't have power over me. I'm going to uh, gently and lovingly remove this from my belief system. And then you can come back to your affirmation again. It's like picking that rose with the, with the thorns and working your way around them. You know they're there. You know what they will do. You, but you know how to handle them. You know different ways to handle that beautiful, beautiful rose and uh, not not be hurt. And if you can't even get to the affirmation stage or the denial and affirmation stage, then just practice gooding in a situation. And, and it can be a big situation or a little situation and say, what good could come out of this today? You know, what's the good part of this? Is there any little minuscule thing that was good? Or what big good thing happened? You know, a lot of people keep gratitude journals and that sort of thing. And I don't really do that. But at once a day, at least I will say, okay, what good thing happened today? What was what was the best part of my day? There was a meme on Facebook many years ago that said, so was it a bad day or was it a bad five minutes that you milked all day? And while I was already in the practice of gooding, It made me look at if I ever did that, and it also helped me change my perspective on other people when they come to me to talk something out. It's like, I wouldn't say to them directly, so, you know, have you been milking it all day? But it somehow changed the way I perceived a person's experience, and I now talk to people differently when they are in that space. 
Because sometimes we're thrown so off balance that we don't realize what we're doing. And in fact, probably not able in those moments to be looking for the good to be gooding. It's perfectly normal, natural, and probably necessary to have that initial emotional reaction. We are human beings. We're meant to be human. There's nothing wrong with being human. It's the getting stuck and not being able to move forward part that I am talking about. So you might have a day or two, or you might even have a week before you're able to stop and think, okay, what good can come of this? It depends on the situation. And it depends on the person and it depends on, you know, how you see life in the first place and what your previous experiences are. If you've gone through something like whatever's happening before, you're probably more able to say, okay, I've gotten through this before, um, I can do it again. I remember when my father died, I was uh, being brought home by a man whose father had died when he was about my age. And I said, I know that if you got through this, I can too. And that's what I held on to in that moment. And then, of course, I went through all of the, the grieving and the how could my father die and leave me and all of that other stuff that goes along with it. And then, of course, I worked through it. And I could sit here now and I could probably do a full hour on all of the good things that came out of my father dying when I was 21, starting with the fact that he didn't have to live as an invalid. But I can tell you that the list of good that came out of my father dying when I was 21 years old is long and so full of spirit and guidance that it sometimes, if I ever sat down and really made it, I'd probably just sit there and cry out of gratitude. You know, I would have loved to have had him longer, but it, it happened the way it happened, and it set me on a very specific path. And yeah, maybe I would have gone down the path I have anyway, but that circumstance sort of catapulted me into a whole different way of being. I think it would have taken me a lot longer to go on a different path had he lived for, you know, longer. Now, I may be repeating myself a couple of times here, but it is so important to understand that we take the good along with the bad. And what we're doing is we're saying, yeah, I don't like the situation, but it doesn't have to have power over me. Yes, it's affecting my life right now, but I don't have to succumb to it. There is good in my life. There is good in everything, and I will look for the good. This will take practice. It will definitely take practice. And it may feel really weird at first, especially if you don't really believe that there's any good possible in a situation, but keep doing it anyway. You don't have to believe it when you first start. What happens is when you make that practice, when you look for one little, just little tiny sliver of good, when you do that, you'll start to see it. You'll see the glimmer. And the more you do it, the more you'll see. And the more you see, then the more you'll start to believe in it. You don't have to believe an affirmation for it to work in your life. At least at the beginning, you may not believe in it at all. And that's okay. It's when you keep doing it over and over again, doing that affirmation, and then, and here's the really important part, looking at your back talk. Okay, don't ignore that back talk. Do the affirmation, look for the good, and then listen to what you're saying to yourself about why it ain't going to happen, why it isn't any good, why, you know, what am I doing? I'm nuts. 
look at that. That'll help you clear out that closet of negativity. And then your affirmations will start sliding in there and that will raise your vibration. And then you will be in a much better place and you'll be able to see the good in things. And then once you've had that experience with one or two or three different situations, it becomes easier. It doesn't mean that you're not going to still have lots of backtalk to your affirmations because we have a lot of programming that we're all, all trying to work through and mitigate. I guess I want to say that affirmations are not about believing, they're about changing your belief. That's a real small distinction, but I think it's a very important one. I'm doing affirmations to change the way I believe. I am not doing an affirmation to change anything on the outside of me. I am doing the affirmation to change what's inside of me. And the affirmation will lead me to the denial because it will tell me what my backtalk is. And then I can deal with that backtalk by denying that it has power over me. I change my, what I believe, and then I move forward. So I would define gooding as the practice of stepping back, looking for the good in a situation, even if it's a minuscule atomic sized thing and moving forward with that and writing an affirmation around it and then listening to what you say back to yourself about that affirmation and then clearing that out and then coming back to the affirmation until that inner belief has changed. Again, you're not trying to change anything on the outside of you. You are changing your belief system, what's in you and how you vibrate in the world. I'm going to close today by quoting the lyrics, all of the lyrics to a song. This song is called All Is Well. It is by a man named Avi Kaplan. That's A-V-I-K-A-P-L-A-N. There's a video on YouTube. He's in Apple Music, and I'm sure he's on Spotify and everywhere. The lyrics to this song are basically the entire message of this podcast. So here is All Is Well. I dove into the dark, and I swear I almost drowned. But I could see the stars looking up as I was sinking down. All is well, all is well, heaven or hell, wherever I go, all is well in my soul, all is well. Now I've landed in the light, and my eyes could finally see. The darkness in my mind was the path to set my spirit free. All is well, all is well, Heaven, hell, wherever I go, all is well in my soul, all is well. It's the smoke, it's the flame, it's the ash, it's the rain, it's the burn and wash away, it's the change and it's the same. All is well, all is well, heaven, hell, wherever I go, all is well. Time will tell and I will know, all is well in my soul, all is well please go look this up. It's a beautiful song. I wish you a wonderful week of learning how to good. Thank you for listening today. Discovering Spirit Within is produced by Spiritual Life Center. If you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to support us, you can go to slcworld.org forward slash donate. And now until we meet again, deep peace to the running wave to you, deep peace of the flowing air to you, deep peace of the quiet earth to you, deep peace of the shining stars to you, 
deep peace of the Son and Daughter of Peace to you, and may the joys of the world go with you.